0: You're at 109 right now mic check one two one two all right so this is episode two of the getting ready for diggable planet show tonight at the belasco in hollywood california let me uh let's see let me make sure everything is right um oh yeah let's get some soundtracks going let's get a soundtrack diggable planet soundtrack let's see what we can get here Oh, wasn't expecting that one to come up, but let's do it. I'm going to turn it down, though. Yeah, keep it low like that. All right, so let me get on the phone real quick. Yeah. Yo, what up, though? Jumani. Yes, sir. So, man,
1: um,
0: can you hear the music?
1: Uh, no.
0: All right, let me let me turn it up just to test to see if if it's audible on your end. Uh, can you hear that? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm excited. I'm excited, man.
0: All right. Yeah, man. So we're recording right now.
1: Cool like that. Man. Cool like that, man. I'm, I'm down with that. We record like that.
0: So, what's the situation on parking? Your
1: Uh, just park anywhere downtown. Try to find the closest parking spot. I found a parking spot for about ten dollars. Um, I am. Uh, I'm in downtown. Right now, about a half a uh, half a mile from the uh, concert venue, but um, yeah, just you know, park at the closest spot, and you know, it's worth it. Probably five, ten, maybe fifteen bucks.
0: Okay. What you gonna eat?
1: What are you eating, or what what did you order? I I ordered a um, uh, chicken sandwich. Yeah, Uh, and um, yeah, I just. It just arrived right on cue oh right on cue it is a um vegan uh, fried chicken sandwich it's highly recommended by the good brother uh, who works here so yeah man some french fries all right all right it's friday so, it's friday, <laughs> it's friday.
0: <laughs> so all right i'm not gonna take up a- too much more of your time no, you're since
1: good? are you okay you're good, man okay okay cool yeah. that's what's up thing. we're recording yeah absolutely Show go on the show must go on, <laughs> the must go on. <laughs> so the world is a stage and we're all players yeah man that's what um billy said billy shakespeare
0: okay right on
1: but he might have stole that from somebody else and credited himself
0: i heard I that know. I heard I don't that. Know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. But um, that's who attributed to. A to Nevertheless, I
0: heard that it was a. Uh, it was actually a. Uh, um, an African, uh, a black woman.
1: With that particular quote.
0: Oh no, I don't know about that quote, but.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: But the works the works that are attributed to one William Shakespeare were written by a black woman all of them uh pretty much if I'm not mistaken
1: that's pretty interesting
0: let me see i'm I'm gonna pull it up while we're while I have you on the line
1: I've heard of like um, he was one of the uh, people that they hired to like write the Bible, the King James Version. Because
0: we'll- I heard that. Because Shake and Spear are in there, right?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Hopefully it tastes good too. Hopefully it tastes good too. We're gonna see. I haven't been into it yet. Oh, okay. No, uh, apparently this food is really good. People are over my shoulder looking at it, like, wow, look at your fingers. <laughs> I want one. So I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm, I've just been eating french fries while we converse.
0: All right.
1: So, want... uh, where are you in uh, traffic land? No. Oh, are you at the house? Yeah. The house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Word up. It says, uh, her name was Amelia Bassano. Mm. A black woman named Amelia Bassano.
1: So, what's the connection though? How does she know, or how did, how did that, how did Shakespeare get her stuff?
0: All right, I'm actually looking at Snopes, the website Snopes. Yeah. And they're saying it's false. But the claim is that she wrote all of Shakespeare's plays. And because they because she was black, they would not publish her work. She died in poverty because uh, because of that. And then it goes on to say that it goes on to say that Shakespeare was illiterate and could barely write his
1: own name. Um, That's very interesting. Hold on for just a second. Um, these fries are a little bit undercooked,
0: so I'm gonna let them know. Alright. past my left just in time. a one flash Dynamite. You're at 109 right now. <laughs>
1: 109 huh
0: always man oh
1: was that um was that one of your clips
0: yeah yeah that i just threw that in like a station identification i just hit the button
1: yeah i like that i like that man that's that's nice that's kobe yes beautiful that's even more on point Yeah. because today is 2 2 so shout out to gg bryant makes you rest in peace
0: oh my gosh you rest
1: in power I, yeah. I i did not know that my goodness wow yeah and 2824 they're gonna have the um statue at the staples center 824 yeah so i hate to date the podcast but that's what we're doing right now
0: no nah, man 24 no 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 i Groundhog i Groundhog day I, I put the date in there because i always need to know like when did i do that this is man if any <laughs> god forbid this is an alibi for me
1: <laughs> did you know that um uh damn it i just i just let my man oh yeah the uh, the groundhog uh did not see his shadow so it's gonna be an early spring
0: oh no i didn't i didn't know that there How we go you know?
1: yeah and knowing it's after battle.
0: <laughs> Indeed.
1: Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, man.
0: But we did get know. some. We did get some. uh some rain.
1: Yeah, uh, some more is this weekend supposedly. Mm. Um, you know how they they talk a whole bunch of shit like it's gonna be Noah's Ark, you know me, and then. <laughs> You know, it, it's a light, you know, uh, drizzle.
0: And that hurricane, but, uh, that hurricane that blew through here was like a regular rainy day.
1: I mean, it, it was, you know, it, it was intense, but, it, you know, like, uh, we thought people's, uh, we, we was going to have like flooding in the street. We was going like, to be in kayaks <laughs> on Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Having the ghetto Olympic games. Yeah.
0: And there was nothing nah, of the but, sort.
1: Nothing of the sort, but um, we shall see. Because, you know, I, I never uh, bet against Mother Nature or anything like that. Right. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, let's talk about digging the planets, bro. For sure. the Planets one of the first tapes I ever bought with my own money. Feel me? This is like ninety two. Um One of the reasons why um, I liked it, though, is because I could also play it around my mom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, you're when you're that age, at least you know you have, uh, you know, a single black mom, you know, uh, with the only child. Like, they're gonna be on what you're on. You know, they want to (laughs) know what you're listening to. But um, I could sneak away some stuff but um, I didn't really have to sneak away digital Planet too much. I could play that around my mom and she liked it. And that was also like me getting her to like hip hop a little bit. Because, mm. you know, she she really didn't like hip hop that much or at least wanted to admit that she liked hip hop. You know, uh, you know, all those old folks are, oh, my generation and, you know, all this and that. Um, and now we're that, now we're those people, right? With, uh, you know, some of the music that's, that's out now, but, nevertheless, uh, going back to 92. Yeah, I was like, I was playing this, and I was playing it around my mom. And even though there was some light cussing in there, she didn't really care about it too much that she could dig the jazz. Oh,
0: cross generational
1: stuff. That was actually Diggable Planets was the first tape my mom, um, like borrowed from me. (laughs) And you know, She, I mean, like not not to so much like she wanted to listen to it, but she wanted to go for a workout and she wanted to see what I was listening to, Uh and um, that was the tape, you know, that I gave her, and she was cool with it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, had a nice little workout, you know, I enjoyed that." Right. They're from New York, you know. So, my mom's from New York. For the listeners out there, but yeah, yeah, Digable Planets, early '90s. Uh, really going deep. This is this is pre roots era, like really getting into the jazz and hip hop blend and um, iconic shit, man. Two two classic albums: Refutation, excuse me, Reaching, a new reputation of time and space, and Blowout Cone. Yeah, uh, Reaching was in 1992, and Blowout Cone was in 1994. Two albums uh, kind of different, but um, both classic to me in their own rights.
0: Jermani, you sure you, you, you're eating, man? I'm waiting for these fries because oh. uh, the fries are a
1: little bit um, undercooked. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay. Yeah. So since you asked, I'm going to take a bite of this burger. Shit, you can go ahead and talk to me. All right.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're just uh, chilling, waiting for yeah the door is open at 7 p.m the show is slated to begin at 8 p.m and uh it's gonna be another awesome show this is i think jimani this is gonna be your first show first time seeing Diggable planets yes sir and um i in 2005 i went to two shows that year i had never yeah in 2005 i went to three shows i went to two Diggable planet shows and one dj quick show and the reason was um i had i had a job i had a little bit of money and um what else i had a job a little bit of money and I guess I was a little bit more independent, but I had never been to a, a show, a live performance, really, as a, as an adult, as a quote-unquote adult.
1: Hmm.
0: And although I wanted to, I probably would have liked to have gone to like a No Doubt, Gwen Stefani and No Doubt show or something, because I love that music. I never had the courage okay. to go.
1: But I didn't know you like Gwen Stefani and No Doubt.
0: I, man you play I have I have the the singles album and I mean I love that I loved what they did. I remember catching watching one of their uh, performances and just digging it but I was just turned off because it was like there were no blacks there and I I wasn't confident enough to just you know make my way through the world and Digable planets was was right up my alley and I always loved DJ Quick so that in 2005 I went to two Digable Planet shows and then one DJ Quick show and that brought me out of my live music live performance um experience what is it
1: so those were among your first concerts
0: I mean we, right? as as a family we probably went to the Jackson 5 you know together as a very as a kid I'm
1: talking about you as a young man I'm talking about you as a young man
0: absolutely absolutely and um yeah i guess i'm i'm still very wary of you know large crowds and stuff and events and so but um i had a great time in 2005 and and i can't i haven't been to any uh, yeah haven't been to any other shows other than diggable planets and dj quick
1: <laughs> yeah well, was it the only two artists you've seen live?
0: Um, I mean I, I caught a show in um in Korea. Um
1: about American artists, bro. American artists.
0: Man, DJ Quick, them Indigable, Planet, Indigable Planets and whoever was um Damn. whoever was uh, highlighting or you know coming on stage before them, opening for them. Yeah, that's it.
1: And now I feel bad for inviting you to this shit. This is the same old
0: shit you've seen. Nah, man, with Diggable Planets, I saw Ishmael Butler perform with uh, Shabazz um, Shabazz Palaces in Korea. Um, interesting. At a small venue, and no, nah, no. Nah, see, the thing about it is, I rock with D- with Digable Planets no matter what. Philosophically, like. For, like, okay, so you have locks and your hair is locked. And I personally, I think that it would take a lot for me to decide to lock my hair up. And you did this, you know, earlier than than I did, you did this at, at some point in, in your life. But I saw a doodle bug of diggable planets and he was rocking the locks at, you know, in 93, 94. And mm-hmm. so, and then for what they were talking about in their lyrics, because as far as I know, these, you know, diggable planets, they're five percenters, or even if they, they don't lean too heavily into the 5% nation, they are certainly influenced by the 5%ers it all the time yeah yeah oh, okay, gotcha. and i'm like that part i like i'm i'm with it because when i was coming up i didn't have any of the five percent or philosophy or ideals in my home or in my immediate you know friend circle no one was talking about the black man is god we are 93 million miles away from the sun um
1: yeah Remember he said seven in a session. Yeah. In today's lesson.
0: Yeah. Supreme mathematics. I had never heard this stuff. Only through diggable planets did I get an introduction, and I'm still scratching my head to this day. Like, what were they talking about? I want to know more.
1: Well, the shit that I can't figure out is Camp Low. If <laughs> you can fucking decipher that shit, <laughs> oh man. I'm still listening to that shit today. Like, what are these brothers saying? It sounds amazing. Oh. I can't figure that shit out for nothing. <laughs> I, need to, I need a, I need a decoder ring.
0: Oh, man.
1: But, um, no, like, I feel what you're saying about Google Planets. Because there was some stuff that we weren't mature enough to get. Right. And, you know, when we were 12, 13 years old. You know what I mean? 14 years old. But um, as adults, it makes a bit more sense.
0: And, um and i've also done you know a little bit of research you know watched some videos here and there picked up you know some stuff and the cool thing about it is see i wasn't even a a wu-tang clan fan really Mm -hmm. i was strictly on some west coast ish and dj quick tupac
1: yeah yeah snoop dre all that stuff
0: cube but um
1: etc etc etc
0: but Nicholas Pradisic, Nicholas, my classmate, shared the Wu-Tang Clan, that uh, Triumph, that uh, that record, mm-hmm. the W one, yeah. uh, Reunited, and all that. And I fell in love with their music and their movement and come to find out, they're 5%ers too. Right. And it's all... I realized that the- later.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I... um. I respected Wu Tang, but I was always partial to the, to the West Coast artists. So I yes. really never got into Wu Tang um, in the 90s or even in the, you know, too much in the 2000s. But then, um, something about, uh, when that, uh, series came on, on Hulu. Yeah. And right before then, there was a documentary about them called, um, Mikes and Men. And yeah. I started like kind of, seeing the, the arc of their career um, from a historical standpoint, you know, because I was already familiar with their music. I just really wasn't, you know, a big fan necessarily where I could, you know, tell you all the songs and repeat the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. And mind you, I was never like against them or anything. I just didn't really pay that much attention. But then reading more about them on a historical context, seeing the, 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 the show trying to see how much the show matched up with real life and then kind of, um, having the freedom with iTunes or iTunes, that's so 2010, no, um, you know, Apple music and all that stuff. Right. You yeah. know, having a chance to just have the freedom to go into the catalog and then keep different songs, different albums, all that kind of stuff. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I like Wu-Tang more than I thought I did, you know, Yeah. more than I knew I did. Yes. And I read that book um by the RZA. I don't know if you've read that book. Um, it's called The Tower of Wu. No, I haven't. Yeah, um, you might find it interesting.
0: It sounds interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because your brother has been, you know, in in the Asian community, and you know, you got a black belt. You, you, you've, you've, uh, <laughs> I think you, think you'd appreciate like where RZA coming from for sure. But yeah, man, back to Bigfoot planet early 90s hip hop, because you're right, you know, Wu-Tang, they they, they were discussing 5% of, uh, philosophy and there were probably some other artists that predate uh, Digable Planets, but I don't know if they had the reach that Digable Planets did, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah they, they were blending that jazz hip hop, you know, before uh, the roots, you know, really, really brought it mainstream. And yeah, they were talking about that 5% or stuff before Wu-Tang, you know, sort of made it more popular. Yeah. So, get some respect of that.
0: Absolutely, man. So, did you get
1: your fries? Uh, we'll see. The guy looked kind of upset that I returned them. Ooh. Um, I mean, some of them were cooked, but some of them were not. All right. You know, and they and they brought the food out real quick. So, you know. They should have just fried the potatoes a little bit longer because the sandwich is fire. All the right. sandwich is fire, bro. So I'm, I'm digging that. I just would have liked the fries to be, you know, cooked through and, and, and thorough so I could enjoy the fries and the sandwich. And, you know, a little dip, da, what can I say? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted. Um, But yeah, they haven't brought the fries out yet. And it's kind of fucking with um, the amount I want to tip. But it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, these are the things you encounter in life. Cool. And um, you have a choice in those situations to just eat what they give you or to speak up. I chose to speak up. Right on. Well, when you choose to speak up you yeah. do act at your own risk because sometimes you know they'll let you keep the food that you have and bring you out some new food this was the case where they actually wanted me to give back the old food so that they could examine it mm. and then decide whether they wanted to give me some new food mm. so yeah because you know uh, i've been in and out right yeah fries are cold okay hold on <laughs> we'll get you some new ones right yeah you still munch on the ones that are cold because you're hungry yeah that doesn't change the fact that you want a hot fries and that's what you paid for right that's the maximum value of the 749 or whatever you spent you know tell I me mean? for sure
0: i'm, I'm trying to so. think i'm trying to think of my own little okay. situation with tipping recently um it was a situation yeah. I had and I didn't Stop. get the Stop. best service Stop. and I didn't want to tip them. What's up?
1: Were you going to say something? Oh, I thought you were talking to somebody else. I didn't say shit. So <laughs> that's why I stayed quiet because I was like, okay, this brother, maybe, you know, Randy's over there or something.
0: Nah, nah. Um Right now?
1: Nah. Um, yeah. I just got my prize back. So, they're hot and crispy
0: cool so i'm gonna let you enjoy your meal and uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap oh, okay. this up
1: okay. they look a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. the bartender agrees with me he says that they look a lot nicer and they look more well done oh right on right on i'm gonna rock with that right on i'm gonna rock with that brother um, um we can continue if you wanted to continue or if you want to cut it short or whatever do your thing you think brother
0: the only thing is um when i record i record in like 20 in 30 minute uh intervals and so we're we're at 26 minutes right now okay on this one so i can stop and and call you back or we can you can or you can say some parting words for the end of this episode this is this one right here Jumani. this is pre-show
1: favorite diggable planet song Damn. Like, that's some simple shit we didn't talk about. Oh. We talked about some of the cultural relevance and historical context. Oh, shit. So what's your favorite song? Because I know what mine is.
0: Which one is, which one is yours? Off Blowout
1: Home, Yeah. there's a song called Four Corners. That's the last song. Yeah, man. I love that song. And, and it, it goes for like eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That percussion, yeah, yeah, it's hitting, and then then the horns come in. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the shit, man. I love that shit. Then then the hook comes in. We've got the funk. So the dunk got the funk. So the punk. Got the funk. And that shit is just, you can just listen to that shit all day. And um, I think Guru's on that song. Rest in peace to Guru. You know, I think he got a lot of uncredited, um, he did a lot of uncredited tracks on that Blowout Cone album. I think he appears on like three or four tracks. Ah. And. Um, yeah like that was so cool to hear guru uh rapping with big World planet I mean, i think it's guru sounds just like him and it would be the kind of music that he's on because he was on that jasmine jazz you know definitely
0: mm-hmm. so well Jimani, yeah. Jimani, wrap this one up this uh this segment and we'll get right back okay I'll, I'll stop it and then restart it
1: so we have more time so you're listening right now you gotta listen to part two because we're going to the Jiggy Plants concert on Groundhog Day, February 2nd, Friday, 7 o'clock the Lasso Theater downtown in LA. And uh, after the concert, my man, the Kung Fu Master, Larry Wiggs, Larry Alfred Wiggs Second, <laughs> and I will broadcast uh, our thoughts about the concert and the highs and uh, the heavens will discuss. Hell yeah.
0: You're at 109 right now.